we all want to be a success, especially when it's talking about things that have to do with our, our, our lives, our ability to care for ourselves and do well in life. I want to caution everyone. There is a process to weight loss. There is a process to financial freedom. You need to respect the process. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. I'm Violet. I'm a psychologist. And the reason I make these videos is because I want you to understand that your physical health and mental health come together to create that overall feeling of well-being. So today's video, I want to talk about the process that we engage when we want to do something like improve our health, whether it's mental health or physical health. There are steps that we need to take in order for us to feel better. So if we're talking about our mental health, there are things that we would have to change about the way that we're viewing the world, the way that we're interacting with the world, and the way that we're thinking about ourselves. When we're talking about our physical weight, there are things we would have to change in the way that we're eating, the amount of movement we're doing, and the way that we see food. If we don't make those changes, then we will go back to old behaviors that we had before. That's just the way this works, right? It's either I make change and do new things or I fall back into my habits and do what I used to do. We have a tendency to look at someone who's successful and say, I can do that. I'm just as good as them. I'm gonna be successful too. And I think all of that's amazing if we're being realistic about it. But remember, weight loss is a process. Good mental health is a process. I work on being mentally healthy every day because I put in the effort in taking care of Violet every single day. Are you putting in the effort that you need to take care of yourself every single day? When it comes to weight loss and we see someone who says, oh my goodness, and this is something we see all the time on, on online, five months. I mean, I've said it, five months, I lost 70 pounds, right? I've said that. Does that mean that you're going to lose 75, 70 pounds in five months? Not necessarily. What's really important for everyone out there who's looking at the amazing progress that I've made over five months. Okay, now we're talking a year later, but it took me five months to get to my initial goal weight. Is this really important piece of information? Which is this, information. How much information did I have, quality, good information that I have, to help me to get from point A to point B? How much commitment did I show to get myself from point A to point B? How much time did I invest to get myself from point A to point B? The first thing I want everyone to think about, when you're looking at someone successful and saying, I wanna be like that person, are you willing to put in the time, effort, energy that that person put in to get to where they are? Because if you are, very likely you're gonna be successful. What I consider a mistake that I see a lot of people making is looking for some kind of mentoring program. So someone to guide me through and do all the work for me. So I just have to follow these steps and therefore I'm gonna be successful. I am not saying that mentoring programs are bad because I actually believe they're very good. That's not my issue. When you're looking for someone to just tell me what to do, I'm gonna blindly do it with my eyes closed and then I'm gonna be as successful as you. That's not how this works. You see, I'm successful in my weight loss and my weight loss maintenance 
because I actually understand what my body is doing today. The things that I didn't understand over a year ago. I didn't understand why I was 70 pounds overweight. Today, I absolutely understand why I was 70 pounds overweight. I also understand why I'm at, currently at a good weight and maintaining. If you don't understand what your body's doing, then you can't take the steps you need to take. To, so I could tell you exactly what to do. And you could blindly follow, but you're not going to maintain. Why? Because you don't know why you should be doing these things. You don't know when someone presents you a piece of information and says, oh, but you know, you can do this. You don't know that they're telling you something that's taking you off track because you don't actually understand what your body's doing. See, I've been presented with lots of information that would have taken me off track that I didn't follow because when I was presented with the information, for example, that sure, you can have refeeds once every week or once every week and a half. It's not going to affect it because I understand that reintroducing carbohydrates will absolutely take me out of ketosis. I knew that that information was false. I didn't follow along. What I'm trying to ask you to think about, are you allowing yourself to look at the information, understand it so that you can make better decisions? To make this very clear, I wanna point something out. If you had a mentoring program that was gonna teach you how to open a business that was going to succeed, not might succeed, going to succeed. And in this business, they tell you, okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to open a restaurant and the staff is going to be yourself leading the staff. And so basically your head chef and all you need to do is follow their formula and you're going to be rolling in the money. And let's say that you follow their plan to a T do you think that it's automatically going to be a success if you don't know how to cook? No, you actually need the knowledge of how to be a chef if you wanna be the head chef and run a restaurant. Even if I give you all the details and give you all the ingredients and they're perfect, if I don't know how to use that information properly, this restaurant's not gonna be a success. If I don't know how to plate it so it's beautiful so people wanna come back, the restaurant's not gonna be a success. It's more than just having the data laid out in front of you if you don't know how to interpret the data, if you don't know how to use the information to make it be what it's supposed to be in the end. I'm not saying this because I want to discourage people. I'm saying this because I want you to learn. I want you to take the time to understand why eating 20 grams of carbs or less puts us into ketosis. Because the truth is, it's eating 20 grams of carbs or less that puts us in ketosis, not eating a lot of fat. And I keep hearing that, and I keep reading that, and I keep seeing that, and that's not reality. Because if eating a lot of fat put us in ketosis, we would have all been in ketosis because guess what? Before starting this diet, I guarantee if you go back and look at how much fat you were actually eating, you were still eating more fat then you're probably eating right now doing keto well. But again, if you don't know that piece of information, when people tell you that you need to have a 70% or 80% fat percentage in your, you're doing it. And what's happening? Your weight is staying high. Because that's not what it's about. I'm trying to encourage everyone, learn how your body works so that you can make better decisions, so that you'll know why does keeping 20 grams or less help me 
which I'll tell you because I want you to know this information. Our body wants to have, so it's, it's healthy when it has five grams of carbs circulating at any particular point in time. More than that, your body will take it out. It's going to keep it, homeostasis, right? That's what our body strives for. It's going to keep it around five. Anyone who's been spoken to about their, by their doctor about diabetes knows that when you get like closer to seven, you start to have to take medication because your body's not doing what it's supposed to do. So, right, we're trying to, we're aiming for five, right? When we understand that that's really what's going on, when we reach our goal, what possible reason could we have for reintroducing so many carbs that our body is again over five grams every day. If we really understand what's happening, why would I resume poisoning myself? I feel like people resume eating those extra carbs because they're not really taking in what it is that's happening. I want you guys to live a happy, healthy life. I want all the wellness warriors to be into their 40s, into their 90s feeling amazing and yet I have people talk, that I'm talking to who are in their 20s and feeling bad. In their 20s and they're depressed and anxious. In their 20s and they're diabetic. In their 20s and they're suffering inflammation and arthritis. We need to understand how sugar is affecting us. There are certain things in life that we can DIY. Your health, your mental health, and your finance are not things that we DIY. Those things have to be taken care of in a very professional manner. You need to act like you're your own doctor, your own therapist, your own. You need to know why and you need to sort your own accountant. You need to know why and you need to fix. You want to DIY a table or DIY a shirt? Go for it. But when it comes to your health, your mental health, your physical health, and your finance, these are important things that we need to focus our attention on. And for all of those who reach their weight goal and then decide, well, now that I look like this, I can eat whatever I want again. I want to caution you that looking healthy, but fueling your body with poor quality foods, that's going to resume the inflammation, that's going to resume the possible diabetes, that's going to resume the potential Alzheimer's or other metabolic things. Because I look good, exterior, but have fuel in me that's creating problems, I'll tell you that it's better for you to be 20 pounds overweight, but eating really well and fueling yourself really well and having a body that works well, that doesn't have pain, and that's using everything that it's supposed to use the right way, than to look, so look at the perfect weight, but be fueling yourself with poor quality foods, using diet pills, restricting your eating to an extreme that becomes anorexic or even binging and purging, those things are harmful. It's better for you to be a little bit overweight, but fueling yourself in a healthy way than to be perfectly at weight in a, doing it in a, in a way that's dangerous for your body. I need you to please take the time to take care of yourself, to eat well, fuel yourself well, let entertainment be being with friends. Let entertainment be a good movie or an activity that you love to do, a hobby. If you are lonely, go find people. If you are frustrated or having problems, 
work the actual problem out because food isn't going to solve that. It's important for us to understand what we're doing, right? It's the information that's going to help you to be successful. So it's the carbs being low that causes you to be in ketosis, not adding extra fat. I really hope you found this video helpful. Please, if you have questions about this, put them in the comments below. Actually, I'm kind of curious to know how many of you have been told that your fats need to be high for you to lose weight on a ketogenic lifestyle. Let me know in the comments below if you've ever heard that falsity, because it's not true. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe because I make these videos every week. I can't wait to talk to you in the next video. And share the video because people need to know this information. Talk soon.